Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up, what's up, what's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Grief Fully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Today is Monday, February the 1st. We are back in the studio, rocking and rolling, episode 77. I'm feeling good. I'm happy to be back with you today. I am by myself. I know some of you out there might be missing Adina J, but she will be back with us to go over some movie reviews soon. But for today, you have just me. So we are going to get into the episode before we do that, as always, I want to thank our sponsors, BetterHelp. They are an online counseling organization offering us the opportunity to have therapy from the privacy of our home. Text message, phone call, video chat, whatever is your preferred method of counseling, they have that opportunity for you. They do not take health insurance. However, they do offer financial aid. And when you use my link, trybetterhelp.com, forward slash the grief bully, you will receive 10% off your first month. So again, going through a difficult time, don't know where to turn, try better help. Listen, we are going to just get into this. I have been lately realizing that grief is heavy and it's, it's difficult. And what I wanted to do was actually speak directly to you guys. I feel like that's something that I haven't done in a long time. And it's important for that bereaved person. It's important for the people who are behind the real reason why I launched the Gratefully Podcast to be recognized and to understand that your struggle is real and, and it's heavy. And I personally have been going through some difficult times as far as dealing with grief and realizing how draining it is. And so if you're out there, I want to tell you right now to cut yourself a break. And I'm speaking to myself as well. It's so often on this journey that we just feel like we should keep going. We should just possess the ability to just keep going, keep moving, no matter what our circumstances look like. We have so many different things that have to be done and taken care of. However, on the outside to other people around us and to ourselves, sometimes we could appear to have it all together. It could seem like we're just going through life and there's no if ands or buts about it. But but can I go here? Can I just can I just 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 this one second? I just want to go here and talk about that internal conflict, that inner voice, that inner turmoil, that battle, the one that no one can see how draining. And I'll be the first to tell you, I am right there thinking about the loss of a loved one, replaying those events. Just coming and sitting and standing in a realization that those people are no longer coming back is enough to keep you in bed, keep you with the covers over your head, the window shades closed, and not letting the outside world in. And I think what's the most difficult about being in that position is that no one can see it. No one can see it. And so they may not know how to act accordingly, but at the same time, it just makes you at sometimes feel isolated. And so I'm a person that's surrounded by a lot of love and I'm, and I'm blessed in that regard. But I have to be honest with you lately inside my mind, it's those realizations that those people are gone that have really stumped me. 
And so if you're there, I want you to know that you're not by yourself. I am right there with you and that you do not have to carry that weight by yourself. It's super important to find a support system if you lack that and to reach out and to become expressive and to let people know where you are. And so I already know, I usually don't know what I'm actually going to title an episode prior to it coming out. But I was scrolling on Facebook just a little while before coming into the studio to record today and I saw a post and it said, missing someone that ain't, and I'm just going to say it that way, that ain't coming back is a different kind of hurt. And I'll run that back. Missing someone who is not, who ain't, not gonna come back is a different kind of hurt. And so I'm gonna let that sit for a while. It's rough. It's hard. It's like something I've never experienced before, although I've experienced it before. Did you catch that? We deal with so much loss in our lives, and I'm speaking more specifically about the loss of loved ones. And then we go through another loss, and we go through another loss. And every time it feels like this is the first time I've been through this. But to some extent, your body can recognize how you might feel and what might come up during this loss journey of losing multiple people. But it's, it's never like, oh, yeah, pff, yeah, I lost someone two years ago. Well, what does it matter? No, it's not like that. And the fact that it doesn't stop at the funeral, at the memorial service, whatever the way that you celebrate or, or handle end of life for your loved ones, it is a continuous journey. And that's where I'm at today. And that's what we're talking about. And that's what the title of this episode is going to be. That's what I was trying to get at is that missing someone is not coming back is a different kind of hurt. And it's a hurt that has plagued me for many years. And I'm actually coming up on two years of my father, February 14th, and then almost five years of my grandmother. And I'm trying not to get emotional here, but my aunt celebrated a birthday the other day, and we were just chatting about my grandma, little jokes, things that people have said, things that she has said, and just kind of dwelling on that. And, and it brought smiles to our face and, and a certain level of joy. And then we talked about my dad, and I, and I was ragging on him and just making jokes about him and things like that. And then we hang up the phone, and it's just one of those things where you snap back into reality that that's all you have are these memories. That's all you have. I can't then go call my grandmom and tell her what me, myself and my aunt were talking about. I can't text my dad and tell him what myself and my aunt were talking about. It's, it's just not going to happen. And so I think I've just been stuck in that little rut lately where it's like, wow, like this is a reality. And, and I may have talked about this before on the show. And, and please forgive me if it's something repetitive. But I, I kind of feel, have a little hunch that we can never talk about this enough because the weight of grief and loss. And I, and I felt like I needed to just get back to the beginning and talk directly to you guys and let you understand that what you're going through and the magnitude of it and how heavy it is to carry that every single day is absolutely draining and a different kind of hurt. And with that being said, not everyone's going to get that. Unfortunately, not everyone's going to understand that. And it's going to get tiring and draining to try to explain that. I think for me, a lot of people kind of understand it because I'm more verbal, but not everyone communicates verbally. 
And so, like I said before, you're going through this internal conflict, this internal battle, and the world just thinks that life for you is grand because you just might not have found your voice or you might not feel that you're at a point where you want to talk about it or communicate it. And so grief is complicated and it's definitely challenging. And what it is is sorrow. And I've been trying to preach over the last almost a year and a half, probably over a year and a half with the podcast and everything that I've been doing with social media and and all of that good stuff is to just help you see that while this is something, I don't want to say it's, it's, it's a dark subject, but it's a taboo. It's taboo for sure. It's not something that a lot of people want to speak about, but it's needed. And I just want you to know that if this is your first time tuning into the podcast, and I want to say first, what's up? But secondly, you, you have a home here and a safe space of people and a host here and, and someone who also is from the, in the bereaved community to know that you're not alone. You're not crazy. You're grieving. And grief is hard and it's heavy. And the even challenging part is to move from grief to mourning and allow yourself to do that and then back again. Because it's kind of like a yo-yo. Like you're just up and down, up and down, up and down. And, and that can be very difficult for you. And so I just want to send you so much love and so much encouragement and just I guess kudos to you and salute to you that for one, if you're listening to this podcast and you're trying, you're trying to learn something or see yourself in a story or whatever it is you're trying to do. And so for that, I really want to salute you because you got to remember, there's a lot of people who aren't doing that. There's a lot of people who are deciding to just say, hey, you know what? Life stole my person and my joy. And I refuse to let you go down like that. I don't want you to go down like that. I want you to pick your head up right now or fall to your knees if you're a believer and pray to God to help you to heal your broken heart, to mend those pieces, those areas, the areas in which you cannot speak about. But whatever you do, don't give up. There is joy on the other side of that pain. And I want to encourage you to keep pushing. And I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy. Like I said before, that mental battle is rough. It's rough. It can really have you tripping out for real. I'm going to be completely honest with you. My neighbor passed away that I didn't know very, very well and not for so long. But we were cordial. And I miss her presence in my community. And I happened to be walking my dog and I saw that her family was moving her things out of her home. There was a moving company there. And my heart just like, I kind of felt like, not like I was in a panic, but kind of like, I was just like, wow, like that's so sad. And it's like, I think when you've experienced certain levels of loss, you can just empathize on a deeper level with people when they're going through their journey. And it, and it all but took me out, guys. I was walking my dog and I'm just like, like shoulders were up and just like, woo hoo hoo with the morning. And then it just was like, whoosh. Like someone just literally took the air out of my balloon and that was very difficult. And I think my trauma that I've been through and my experiences are always lying there. They're lying somewhere beneath the surface, but not too dormant. Like they can be awoken at any time. And so while I'm in the midst of that feeling and emotion and everything that's going on with my neighbor's home, I then get a call from my mom and she's like telling me basically that she's having trouble breathing and, you know, smoke filled her house and, and all this stuff. And so for me, because of everything I've been through, the average person perhaps would have just heard that. 
But for me, I'm like, wow, my mom could die. Like I really went from my mom telling me that she's having trouble breathing to not that she just might need an inhaler or might that she just might need to go to a doctor or call a telemedicine or whatever. It's like, no, she can die. So now I'm pulling my dog in the house. I'm hopping over stuff, yelling at my mom, telling her to call 911, telling her, no, forget that. I'm coming. Can you stay on the phone with me? Like, it just is so sad sometimes to really look at how I've become wired based on loss and based on grief and just knowing what that's like that I don't even really have that in between. So it's like if my phone rings on an off time or a time that a person wouldn't normally reach me, automatically and feeling like something bad and something's going on. And so again, that goes back to that internal conflict, that turmoil is real because I'm always thinking that if I leave someone and they drive off, I'm thinking like, wow, what if they just got hit by a car right now? Like, I don't want to think like that and I don't want to go off on a tangent on this episode, but I'm just kind of giving you guys a little more of me and peeling back the onion and showing you from a transparency standpoint, what that internal conflict can look like. Because now that I've lost loved ones, father, grandmother, like close people, I am well aware that at any time life can be up. And so I don't always live that way in terms of like, oh, I got to seize the moment. I got to seize the moment. But in my mind, I'm always thinking these people could die. I could die. My my own mortality is just a second away. I don't even know when it's going to be. And then my people are going to feel how I felt when I lost. It's just like this internal thing, right? So I say all of that to say, The internal battle is real. And if you're struggling and if you're going through a difficult time, definitely reach out to someone and get help because this isn't something to play with. It's not something you just muscle through. You need the proper tools. You need the proper resources, support, and community to get through grief, to get through the deepest of sorrows that come from it. And that agony and that pain is not going to go away by drinking alcohol, smoking weed, taking pills, different relationships, eating. That was one of the issues that I've had. And all of those things is not going to change it. You need to get the real help that you need. And so back to getting directly to you, into your ear, while I have your attention, ask yourself, what have I done today for my mental wellness? What have I done today to help myself in a positive way? How can I move through this? What can I learn? What book can I read? What could I look up online? Who could I reach out to? Make a decision today to no longer stay stuck. Do not let your grief rob you. Do not let death rob you twice. Don't let them have your loved one and then you as well from taking your joy and your peace because you're still alive. You're still here. And I say it to myself, you're still here, kid. You got to keep pushing. You're in this game. You can do this. What do you need to do? What support look like? What can you do? Like I'm no, no exemption just because I know a lot of this stuff and how it works and how it goes together. It doesn't matter. Like I told you before in the beginning, lately, I just been feeling in my head a lot and just really struggling there. And so I wanted to just reach out and I hope that you feel seen and you feel heard. And most importantly, you know that someone else gets it right. And like I always say, never hesitate to reach out to me to check in with me or or anything like that. I'm here. We're in this together. As the grief bully, that's what I'm here to do. We are going to bully our grief together. Listen, I want to get into our inspirational boost. That's a part of our show. That's just give us a quote 
Something to think about. And that's brought to us by our sponsors, Adina J Designs. They make, create, and inspire us through decorated apparel, wood signs, custom tumblers, all of that good stuff they got going on. They're launching Lash Lush by Adina J as well, which is an eyelash extension business in a South Jersey area. So if you are interested in that, definitely reach out and follow them on Instagram at Adina J Designs, A-D-E-N-A, J-A-Y-D-E-S-I-G-N-S. And this week, our inspirational boost actually is one of my quotes that I posted recently because it goes in tandem with this episode. Let your thinking bring hope to your sorrow. Let your thinking bring hope to your sorrow. And so while a lot of that internal turmoil and conflict, we cannot always combat. But in those moments where we do feel empowered and in control of our thoughts and our thinking, let's lean more towards the positivity and allow that to carry us. Let's let those good memories that I talked about with my aunt the other day carry us. What good memories can you find to help bring hope to your circumstance? What can you look at in your life and say, hey, you know what? At one time I felt like I was in the pit of hell and now I'm not. And so that same God that helped me before, that same strength, the same resources, the same method that I took, it quite possibly can help me here again. So let your thinking, because you are in control of it, you are in control of your thinking, let it bring hope to your sorrow. So that's our inspiration of Boost for this week. Listen, I don't want to be before you too long. I think I've talked enough about the same thing, but I hope that the point is driven home and it's super important for me to do that. Listen, I want to talk about After. They are a company that is allowing us to bring technology into the burial visit space. So they are a company that has a ground cam that can be mounted at your loved one's burial site. And from your phone, from an app, you can actually visit. And so if you're interested in learning more, definitely go to the website right here, after.live. Hit me up if you have any questions. I think it's phenomenal technology. I think it's amazing, especially for our elderly community or people who don't live on the same coast or the same area as their loved ones rest in place. And they can definitely overcome that obstacle. I am happy to tell you any more about it. If you are interested and you go to after.live, you can get 10% off the ground cam when you use my code griefbully-10. So again, griefbully-10 if you're interested in the ground cam from the company after that I've recently partnered with, I would love to help you out with that. So definitely don't hesitate to reach out and let me know. Listen, our love and memory segment is a part of my show that's very important to me to make sure that we humanize and we highlight and we talk about the loved ones of people that have gone on. And so whenever I don't have a guest, I do like to always touch on the lives that are continuing to be lost to COVID-19. As our last episode talked about, there's been over 400,000 people whose lives have been taken. And this virus hasn't slowed down per se. And it's continuing to just mutate and transition and do all of these different things. And so at the other side of that is the part that a lot of people are missing is the grief that comes from that when the losses of those loved ones are happening. And those people are going through a lot of those last moments of their life by themselves. And so it's something that's going to continue to be burdened on my heart and a part of my heart. So I always want to send our love and our prayers and our well wishes to every family that's affected by any losses due to COVID-19. Listen, it's been another episode of the Grief Bully Podcast. I've enjoyed myself. I've loved to be here with you by myself, just kind of having this conversation. And so thank you for showing up again and for supporting me and continue to do that. You guys already know I hang out the most over on Instagram. Please follow me there. I underscore AM underscore J Nicole guys. So next time you already know, love and light. Peace. <laughs>